0: JoeVerdigan.com, this On the Record segment brought to you by Munster Service Center. And with me is a Lakeshore racing legend from Manitowoc, Wisconsin. He's 92 years young, and uh, he got an interesting start uh, in this sport in the 1950s, Wild Bill Fitzgerald. Bill, tell us a story from the day that you had your mother sign off uh, for you to go racing. There were literally tears involved on her part, right? Right, the steams were still on the on the
1: little paper that she signed and, uh, uh,
0: but she literally cried Cecilia was her name right Yes.
1: and she cried because I suppose like all mothers, she didn't want her son to get hurt or anything but I was so uh, intent on doing it that I kind of built my own car for the scratch up and uh, by the name of Wisconsin Roadster Racing came to town and they, were, they found out I was making a car so they had to going at the, at the old fairground.
0: fairgrounds. Fairgrounds I mean, in Manitowoc? Yeah, at the okay. at
1: track. And uh, so I, I got the thing put together and all the safety hubs we had to put on the back and all that stuff, and I was getting education. I knew nothing about this stuff, you know? Just stuff you pick up here in and and the magazine. What,
0: what drew you to the sport initially?
1: I really don't know. My mom said the only way she could stop me from crying when I was a baby was taking me for a ride in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so. Something, something mechanically had a trigger. I don't know what it was. But I like cars. I love cars and anything with wheels on. but the day I could was big enough to realize.
0: So what year was your first race, roughly? That
1: would have been in about uh, 19, right after World War II, 1946 or 48 somewhere
0: in there, in between there. So how much money did you have invested in that first race car? Well,
1: oh, if I had 50 bucks in there, it was a lot, because I was only really working with a paper route. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the paper route paid for your racing initially?
1: Yeah. And and oh, I uh, had a sponsor, but they didn't give me no money. They gave me two recap rear snow tires to run on the car, which I did. They're, right. They were recaps. Can you imagine we were going 70 miles an hour, <laughs> 80 miles an hour on recaps?
0: That's unbelievable. So your first race, was it at the Manitowoc Fairgrounds? Yes. That's Talk right. about that. Were you nervous? Yeah, we in fact, before the races, I took it out and warmed up, and the engine was missing like crazy.
1: For some reason or other, I realized that the valves were floating on it. So we had to go down, uh, Louis Close, whose son writes books and stuff too, and he was working at the garage.
0: That's John Close's dad? Yes. Okay.
1: And uh, he went uh, back to, either he went back to her shop, it's quite a long time ago to remember, you know, but somebody went back to the shop and got some valve springs. And we managed to valve spring shims. We managed to slip them under the valves right. before the race, and then the thing ran like a charm.
0: So in the six, getting into the 60s, you raced at a lot of ovals that are not have not been here for for many many decades. What are some of the tracks you raced at in the Lakeshore that are no longer?
1: Oh boy. Uh, Manitowoc wasn't the first one I raced that. And Then This outfit was traveling, and he came out of Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. So we, were we raced on a mile and a tenth track down there, which is a furlong. So
0: where were oh, some Worcester. of the cities and tracks that you ran at outside of Manitowoc? Uh, Quite a few? Marshfield,
1: and uh, I can't even remember half of the names. They're all in... All them small cities around here, anybody who had a horse track, which a lot of them, we, we'd go there and race
0: it you know, all right? You raced in a, a track, Platteville, Wisconsin had a track yep. at one time. Tell, yep. tell us about that.
1: Platteville, oh, that's what they call it, Platteville, black dirt. <laughs> you couldn't get a bite on that thing. How I ever got ahead of the people on that track, I don't know, to this day. Right. We, we didn't have no no shields or nothing on and Sometimes their face would be bleeding from... You follow a race car to track, and you
0: get hit with a lot of stuff. The race cars weren't very safe back then, were they?
1: <laughs> that's a, that's to say, an overstatement. They were they weren't safe at all. They were death traps,
0: really. You raced a lot at the Brown County Fairgrounds in De Pere, and I remember in the in the 2015 book Life in the Pass Lane, you talked about having some good runs up there, winning. And then on the way home to Manitowoc, spending all your money on the bars on the way home? Yeah. Fact or fiction?
1: Yeah, if you won, you were the guy who sponsored the drinks.
0: That was way- it, eh?
1: Wayside was, well, there was a, it burned down now. There was a club right coming out of, out of the pier there, and it burned down. But I can't remember, but they sponsored me a little, a few bucks. So we go in there and drink it all up, and, and then drive the rest of the way home, and then we stopped in Shirley's, had a little lunch, and, and all the way down the line, Denmark, and a couple beers, we get home, we don't know what state
0: we're in. So when you ran at the pier, uh, they had some of the bigger IMCA sanctioned races at the time, and USAC sanctioned races at the time. Did you partake in any of those?
1: Yeah, I used to have a, a 1950 old Chevy, was an old, an old uh, cab, and I run that out there. And a couple times, I made some pretty good finishes with really. it. But you, you didn't know nothing about them long races. Your tires would peel off, and everything. Right, and the pit crews—you didn't even have no no decent jacks or nothing. If you did have a flat, you do not for...
0: Right. Did you run against some any big names back in the day? Any of the USAC guys? I
1: don't think so. I, no. I, no. There were more. There weren't too many USAC. There were most uh, most of the IMC had uh, late models then, and, and, and guys had come from all over the place at home. Right. And some guys. One guy come up there. He had a old fixed up. You know, days. He just uh, he'd be lapping you every five laps. So.
0: Right. So what are some of the other states that you've raced at uh, outside of Wisconsin? There was quite a few of them.
1: Iowa, Maryland, California, um, Illinois, Michigan. I There were quite a few. I got lists at home, but I don't I call them. How many
0: tracks do you think, a rough estimate that you've raced at in your career over the years?
1: I think I got a list at home. There's been over 25 of them. I think or 30 of them.
0: 25 states Or tracks. Tracks.
1: A lot of them are out of state too.
0: Well, for for the listeners, I actually I, I broke into this one of the first earliest tracks I raced or announced at was 141 Speedway, and I had the chance to announce races you were involved in uh, in the mid 80s at 141. When the IMC Modifieds were in, there was a year where the Econo mods, which was a bare bones, no suspension car, they, out, they uh, grandfathered those cars in for a year to run with the IMC Modifieds. Do you remember that, uh, racing that? You were, it was in the mid eighties, you had the Sweet 16 car
1: if I'd over my son at that time.
0: Bill Jr. did drive it. Yeah, I remember um, you wheeled it a couple of times. Yeah. Talk about 141 Speedway and, and and some of those runs you had in the sixties and seventies.
1: Oh I like that track. It was a I never ran on asphalt before. Right. But that track they uh, built the asphalt track in Depur after running on dirt all the time and I couldn't make a car go on that thing.
0: No. And then
1: uh, I got the one forty one I had lived close by there so I kept working on it, working on it. I finally got it tuned to work. I could stick, like, glue on it. Yeah.
0: Right. And then I, could,
1: then I started running some racing gear. The
0: guy who built that was Dick Grawl. You got any good Dick Graw stories for us? Oh. Uh, Dick was not a real, uh, you know, didn't know a lot about
1: racing, but I got a, a compliment him because he got the start there, which is a hell of a speedway there today. And, uh, oh. oh, God, we... It, we raced on dirt there. The first time we raced there was on dirt. Was right. There.
0: People don't realize that, but yeah. it went dirt, asphalt, and then to the dirt. But right. Then we found out we had to use a, a
1: slick to, if you wanted to stick pretty good. Sure. And it was an outfit, Gene Allen's, I think it was in Appleton, that did these slicks for us. And they're really antique slicks. They were, they were right. About an inch thick and not very wide. And then I started coming into some tires out of. The, down in Indiana, I used to, when I was trucking, I used to pick them up down there. They were caps, too. Right. And boy, they were nice and wide. You could stick like glue on that track then.
0: A lot of people don't may not know that while Bill Fitzgerald, you had a hand in actually promoting races for a short time at the Manitowoc Expo when it was a half mile. Talk about that. Did it, Did it? and it was what, 1988 or 89? Somewhere, uh, the, yeah. Uh, I always loved sprint cars, and I got the sprint cars. You, know, you ran them they ran weekly there when you were promoting yep, it right yep. four yep. tens
1: and we had to, i ran out of dough out after about three races but rain, we had rain cutting in and killing the crowds you know but uh, i'll always remember that it was good racing day, i guess was, yeah. what was the name of the outfit out of well, no, ira well ira, I mean, sprint, IRA sprint cars, cars. yes and them boys were removed on that on that big half mile there. Oh! But
0: God. even in the late '80s, early '90s, that was an expensive date. I mean, it cost a lot to bring them in on a weekly deal, didn't it? Yep. And I had a buddy that was a cop, um, Greg Martell. Right. And
1: he uh, parked his car out there a couple of times with the radar. Took took them. They were doing 120 on the he was at and 90 something in the corners.
0: That was a big half. I mean, I announced her a couple times, or a couple of years. Uh, looking back on your career, what, what, what's the thing that you're most proud of, looking back on all of it?
1: Well, kind of being a lone ranger, building my own cars with very little money, and being
0: able to win a few races besides, you know. And, and the camaraderie with the guys, uh, any special drivers that you remember running toe-to-toe against that you really enjoyed racing with?
1: Sometimes the guys would come up from Milwaukee and at 141. If right. I, could, I I had that track pretty well harnessed. And if I'd beat him there, that was
0: that was it. That uh, was a big deal, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Nice.
1: I ran some good ones. I can't, you know, a guy's memory runs out just talking like this, but right. I ran some good good races, some good places.
0: Nice. Bill Fitzgerald, Wild Bill, 92 years young. Uh, still attends races whenever he can. Thanks for the time and uh, we wish you well in 2023. Thank you.